we're back with another episode. This episode of the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler is sponsored by MyApothecary.com. MyApothecary is the premier online destination for hemp-derived CBD that will help you curate a wealthy lifestyle. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent any specific employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to educate and inform. This podcast series does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. It's the Face Off. Wouldn't that be a fun one? Oh my gosh. Peeps, we want to be your podcast. We want to be your peeps. You want to be your peeps. Come on. Sponsor our podcast. We love peeps. We're like the only two people who actually like peeps. Yes. We're probably keeping you guys open right now. At least. Positive of it. At least in Texas. Yeah, definitely. How was your week this past week? Oh, my week was fine. Today is Easter. Jesus has risen. Jesus broke the chains. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus broke the chains. <laughs> Went to church early as all get out. And uh, I went to Bibside Baptist. Did you get a Bibside Baptist? <laughs> I, I went to the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, My church has spiced it up in the last couple of months, I guess. And by really? spice it up, I mean Kentucky fried. What do you mean? Like, Real spice. Like real, like 11 herbs and spices. Did they give y'all Kentucky Fried Chicken today? No, they oh. just had black people in the choir, but a lot of them. Because <laughs> that's the same. <laughs> well, I, when I tell you, the everyone on stage, it was probably like two-thirds yeah. black people. Really? And I was like, this is going to be good. Well, you know, black people traditionally come out for Easter. More people come out for Easter. But anyway. in the, they're just, in the, our, the choir has never, it's always been like white and brown. Yeah. This was dark and soulful. I, love I it. loved it. It was like Sister Act Come to Life. All <laughs> oh, the, happy When thing. I tell you, all the songs were great. We were bopping. <laughs> there was foot stomping and soul and a lot of break checks. And I love it. I have I loved it. it. It was great. It was very, I was very happy. Where, did you clap on two and four or one and three? I'm trying to think. We're going to see how black or white you are. I think I'm a 2-4 clapper. Okay, that's your black side coming out. Yeah. Good, 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 good. If you clap on 1 and 3, wrong. Yeah. Don't ever clap on 1 and 3, people. Ever. That's because black people here have 1, 2, 3, yeah. 4. But white people here, 1, 2, 3, no. four. White people here, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 5, 6, 7, Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was good. Well, that's good. How was your Easter? How was your week? Um, my week was pretty good. My Easter was nice and quiet. Um, didn't do anything super crazy. Just went to Trader Joe's. Shout out to Trader Joe's. Thank you for being open on the Easter. The only place open on Easter. Seriously. Basically. H-E-B wasn't even open. That was uh-uh. sad. But other than like that. He said on the Sabbath, we rest. Exactly. Um, we know who's the Christians and who's not. Anyway, but uh, <laughs> just kidding. Um, but yeah, it was nice and quiet. Just, you know, super chill. I did want to tell you a little story. Weird thing happened to me, right? So on Friday, no, Thursday... 
I'm sitting at my desk, you know, at home or whatever, just working. And I hear a lawnmower, which is not abnormal for me to hear, you know, during the middle of the day or in the morning. And so I look on my security camera because I'm like, this sounds really close. Mm-hmm. I see this black man literally cutting my lawn. And I'm like, who the hell Some is this Jordan black man? Peele shit. Right. I was like, oh, uh-uh, sir, this better not be the HOA because my grass did look a hot mess. Uh, will they come out and cut your grass? Yes, they will. And then they will charge, like overcharge you Damn. for it. Um, but I didn't get a letter that says, hey, bitch, cut your grass. Mm-hmm. But. So he came out there, was cutting my grass and everything. And I, I went, I finally go outside and I'm like, hey, 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 dude, what, what are you doing? Who are you? And he turns around and it's my neighbor from across the street. He was like, hey, you know, he was like, the free of charge. I just want to cut your grass because, um, you know, he's like, I know you probably working really hard at that hospital. And he was like, I, I was like, your grass never looks like this. And he was just like, yeah, I just wanted to cut it because I didn't want the HOA to say anything the to The hospital you. you haven't worked at in months. I know. You forgot to. So I literally have no. Well, my lawnmower was broken. I actually just got it back. So thankfully, I got it fixed. Um, But yeah, shout out to my neighbor, married man. His wife was outside with him, so she saw everything. So we were all very um, worried. I'm just saying, because you know, men do stuff like that. You be, who was this little hussy? You cutting her grass? Uh, uh-uh, I don't want your husband. No, no, no. I want my own. Thank you. I don't want your man because I, I got, got it like, like that. that, and I mean it. Okay. I'm, I'm not doing that. that. <laughs> but yeah, so it was. um my week, nonetheless, was was really good. What a nice thing to do. Yeah. That's neighbors taking care of neighbors. Truly. Yeah. I don't do shit for... Well, I did... Remember I told you my neighbor told me she had wasps because they were at my house? Yeah. I did call in... Not an instigator. Not an inspector. Uh, a, an exterminator. Start- I called an exterminator. <laughs> that was my neighborly thing. Oh, my God. Words are hard on Sunday. The Sundays. fact that I didn't know where you were going with that, and I was like, wait, what? An <laughs> instigator, an investigator, what? <laughs> an investigator to figure out where the wasps were coming from that's hilarious do you talk to your neighbors a lot not really Mm -mm. there was one neighbor that i talked to um pretty frequently she was in the military or she is in the military she ended up getting deployed somewhere but she used to live across the street because every time i was uh, outside cutting my grass she would come out and we would like borrow each other's tools and stuff if we needed something nice Um, and then my neighbor of course right next door um he's my landscaper so uh, we talk pretty pretty often and then the guy that cut my lawn we just see each other and just wave. But other than that, the people on my left side, I don't talk to them. They're weird. They are. I stay away from them. They're both military, too. That's but they're smart. Weird. That's Their smart. daughter's really weird. That's the one who kicked the soccer ball in my yard. And then Aww. I kept it. And I still have it. Because <laughs> I told her, I said, if you want your ball back, tell your parents to come get it. So I'm that neighbor. But anyway. Ooh, you're that lady. Yeah. Because she tried to jump my fence. You're like the, the old man from Up. Yes. She Absolutely. tried to jump your fence? She did. And she broke a part of it. And I caught her jumping it. And I was like, get your ass off the goddamn fence. And she was like, oh, I'm sorry. I totally forgot somebody lived here. <laughs> Bitch, you know somebody lives here. Like, stop. I forgot you're my neighbor. Ridiculous. But anyway, um, then one of my supervisors tried to call a meeting at 4.30 on Friday. That's an immediate no for Why me. Why y'all do stuff like that? Uh-uh. Why? Nothing is ever that important on a Friday that you need to call a meeting. Nothing. Nothing. Especially if it doesn't affect you get that You at 5, right? No. What time do you get off? 4.30? When I get off. Oh. Uh, you don't tell me when I get off. I'm cutting this out. Oh, sorry. She <laughs> white safe to come out again. <laughs> ah, I'm working on it. Uh, yes, yes, indeed. All right, were well, you ready to get on into the show? Let's get into it. Yeah, get into it. Yeah. Well, first things on the docket. Your homegirl, your best friend, Britney Spears. I told y'all. I said this girl is free. That IUD is out. Her legs are spread. She's with her man, and it's gonna happen. Prayerfully, it did. Britney Spears is pregnant. I am so excited. I'm excited. She is forty, which is mildly concerning. But I feel like if anyone can have a geriatric pregnancy, it's someone with a shit ton of money. Shut the fuck up, you ages. That's not geriatric. In medical terms, yes. In medical terms, it is. She doesn't look forty though. No. Even as hard of a life, quote unquote, she still is a millionaire. But like 
part of a life she has had, she still actually looks pretty good. She looks pretty good. There's still some like weird stuff going on in her eyes. Like she, she's, it looks like she's, she's in the sunken three. place. Yeah, yeah she yeah. definitely is. Um, but I'm excited for a Britney baby. I hope yeah. she has a, she's going to have a girl, I think. Really? I is think she that she for a long? She already knows what it is? Damn. Listen, I feel it's, it's a girl. I just want to know where are her other two kids? Yeah, she posted a pink teacup. With Kevin Featherline. You haven't seen him. Oh, those him. two. Yeah, he probably stole them back. Um, well, he did because they tried to pick her out to be crazy. She posted a pink teacup with some pink flowers on her Instagram and said, I lost so much weight on my Maui trip only to gain it back. I thought, geez, what happened to my stomach? My husband said, no, you're food pregnant, silly. So I got a pregnancy test and uh, I'm having a baby. That's so awesome. I know. That's I'm excited so awesome. for her. So good, you know what? Good things are happening. Absolutely. We're turning it around halfway through the year. Absolutely. Ish. Not quite. <laughs> We're making our way there. I'm excited for her. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. I just pray that she, you know, uh, has a healthy pregnancy. Um, this is one of the reasons, too, why I think celebrities keep their pregnancies private. Because did you hear all that shit that people are alleging that, like, ASAP Rocky is you know, uh, having an affair, not affair. Cause they're not married. What's the thing? He was cheating on cheating her. on. Here's Rihanna a narrative like, we're not going to help spew along. No, that he is cheating on his pregnant girlfriend. No, I just think that like, I don't leave people, her alone. I don't think people really understand. Like, but here's my thing. I don't understand why people do stuff like that. When you know, that's a vulnerable time for a woman to be sitting here, pregnant, carrying life, like super exhausted, just trying to mind her business. And then y'all just, oh, I she has up. done nothing for us, but serve and serve and give Seriously. during this entire pregnancy. Exactly. Like just, she didn't have to alone. share shit. She could have just been holed up in Barbados. We would have never seen her. We would have never exactly. known she was pregnant. Exactly. She's giving us everything. And you motherfuckers have the audacity. You're ungrateful. The audacity to start a rumor like that. And I this, saw it and I scrolled right past because I said, "Not you mm -hmm. are not, I'm not letting that energy yep. come into my world. Well, and this is why she's not going to give us another album because y'all keep, what the fuck shit? Rakim would never. Who's Rakim? ASAP Rocky. Oh, that's right. You did say that before. That's his name. I never do that, but yeah. On his well, government name. Yeah. He wouldn't. He didn't. That's a lie. And the guy who started the rumor said, oh, I guess I shouldn't have tweeted out information that I didn't double check. Oh, All right. Stupid. Keep, keep, Y'all better learn How from Tasha K. How dare you? Y'all better learn from Tasha K and Cardi B situations. Stop making up stuff on people. Because when you do stuff like that, it's going to cost you an end. She so seems so happy. Did you see her Vogue interview? I did. She just seems She's and beautiful. looks and it just radiates happiness. I love it. I'm, I still just kind of, I still kind of wish. I know people are going to. That her and Drake had a baby? No. Her and Chris Brown had a baby? Why do you keep coming to Drake? No one wants to have a baby with Drake. No one. Uh, her and Chris Brown. I just wish in another life they were just, that was his baby. In and a, they were together. Listen, it's a um, multiverse, you know, and maybe in another. Maybe in the metaverse. Yeah. It could be. Maybe in another timeline. Yeah. What happened didn't happen. And they ha their baby would be the singiest, danciest, swaggiest. <laughs> danciest. <laughs> little light skinned baby. Uh, well, I I mean, positive energy toward Rihanna right now. Um, Y'all keep her name out your mouth. Seriously, leave her alone. Uh, well, speaking of pregnancy and the fact that, you know, uh, men with ut without uteruses are trying to continue with the fuck shit. Um, did you hear about uh, these four different companies or three different companies? I'm sorry. Yelp, Citigroup and Apple. They're expanding their employee benefits to cover abortion care. So for their members who are their employees who want to get an abortion, um, they are allowing them to uh, they're covering it through their 
benefits and stuff. How does that work if they live in um, the pre-Civil Rights South? I don't know. It's where you told me something about that they were, uh, that Yelp was actually going to be um, providing transportation to states where abortion is still legal. I think it was housing, but let housing, me fact check like myself. Yeah. What did I say? Transportation? My bad. Sorry. Mm-hmm. It was either, it had to have been Yelp. Yeah, it was Yelp. Oh, they're paying for their employees to travel for abortions. That's oh, what it was. okay. So in the same vein as yeah. their rights, but. They got to put a cap on that because I would be using it and be like, I'd hey, be like, I'm well, going every week. So I could only find a clinic in Miami. <laughs> right. Uh, specifically in <laughs> Specifically <Dubai>. for <laughs> I could Rolling only, Loud Weekend. Yeah, I could and, only, only um, find one in Italy. <laughs> That would be hilarious, but yeah, I, I mean that's that's great for those um, for those companies to be doing that. Uh, also, I mean, it should, if you're gonna cover, I don't know, ugh, ugh, I don't know, that's such a touchy thing. Yeah, I just think again, if you don't have a uterus, like what, you should not make. On one hand, I'm like, yeah, it's my health, and my insurance should cover it. On the other hand, I'm like, why do you want to cover my abortion so I can come back to work so I'm not on a maternity leave? True. It's never easy with these people. That or they're just really trying to be. You know, no company cares about their employees. I, I don't care who you are, <laughs> allegedly. But no company really gives a shit about employees. They don't. But maybe it's for them to look good, and then maybe, too, they can claim it on their taxes for charity and stuff like that. Maybe. Yeah. I, I, it's always a tax write-off. People are not doing anything because of the kindness of their heart. No, They're doing no it for a tax write-off. So, anyway. But uh, what were you telling me about uh, the something about Texas teachers or something like that? Something about a work week or whatever? So, there's a school district in Texas. I feel like we keep talking about how ain't no one want to be a teacher because teachers are just underpaid underrespected overworked yeah seriously tired as hell there's a school district jasper isd where is it at couldn't tell you you're from you're a texan ma'am texas do you know how big texas is no because i've only lived in san antonio <laughs> okay well let me just tell you it takes longer to drive out of tech like you could fit so we could fit probably four other states in texas because y'all are probably as wide as florida is long yeah Cause it takes, I think it takes like eight hours to go from top to bottom from like from the panhandle all the way down. It takes about eight hours. Cause even it would take six hours to drive from Tallahassee. to. Florida. I'm telling you, this place is huge. The only place bigger than us is where? Alaska. California. No, Alaska. California is bigger than y'all. No, it is not. Like long, like you got to turn it's it. It's longer, but it's not bigger. Oh. This is like East Texas. Why is Alaska like, bigger than y'all? That's weird. Alaska's huge. It's really? just, it's just like barren wasteland. I don't know if that's accurate. I was Please say, I don't no think, one get upset if that's. I don't think Sarah Palin would be excited about you saying that about her because she could see Russia from my house. Okay, so I was thinking about that. So glad you brought that up. Sarah I was Palin? thinking about that the other day. It wasn't she a gym? But is it? Isn't Russia super close to it Alaska? Is. It so is. I know she probably couldn't see Russia, but it's yeah. not like wild that she would yeah. be like, I can see. Ru-. I thought about that the other day, and I was like, I just remember that being such a like. It would. It was like her saying the Earth was flat. People right. were like, "What an idiot!" Well, you know, I, I actually did end up seeing this like this little short film that was talking about Alaska and talking about that there's literally like a two mile stretch between Russia and Alaska where I think in the winter time, um, the, it's just the like whole, flat as hell, yeah, right? And, it, and if and the ocean or the yeah the ocean freezes over and you can literally walk to Russia from like Alaska on See, the, on the ocean floor. I don't know why it just in my head the other day, I was like, people are really flaming her, but I feel yeah. like those are really close and there could be, I don't know. Yeah, but I, also, I don't remember the context. Cause when was that? Like 2010 yeah. or something? 20, 
2008. Yeah, because that was when Obama won. So the like, I'm not trying to. McLean. I'm yeah. not trying to blast McCain, from the past or anything. And yeah. I was like in eighth grade, so I didn't know anything about anything about politics. Yeah, but I just <laughs> remember specifically it was on SNL. You were in eighth it was grade? on yeah 2008. I might have been a freshman in high school. I was a senior in college. Jesus. Yeah, I graduated 2009. We are not the same. <laughs> but yeah, I think it was just the fact that she was just like, you cannot look outside of your, your window, literally, and see Russia. Like, you can't do that. But in some parts of the life, <laughs> you actually can. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a fun ride for Tina Fey and oh, SNL. Yeah. It was just oh, a fun ride. Yeah. Can she- you imagine being a cast member on any kind of, like sketch show like that and they're just being one political person or someone oh, like yeah. all in the news and they're like hey you look just like them and yep. you're doing this bit and that just becomes your whole thing absolutely like alec baldwin Prime playing time. Trump. trump hilarious melissa mccarthy playing um what was his name sean spicer hilarious and tina fey sarah, sarah palin. palin i mean what else do you really Unmatched. want yeah and um, Maya Rudolph just plays off the black people. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about token. Exactly. Uh, this is like East East Texas, like past Houston towards oh, okay. Beaumont. Anyway, they in the 22-23 school year will be switching switching to a four-day school week. Oh, that's permanent? Uh, for the year, yeah, because wow. they have no teachers. Ooh. They don't have enough staff. Wow. Which I'm like, I wish more places didn't have enough staff. I would Seriously. love... I don't know how to... It's probably... Vanderbilt Hospital doesn't have enough staff. Oh, I don't know how that works for development and on kids and schedules and stuff, but I wish we had a four-day work week. I don't think kids need to be in school. And this is me talking as not a parent. I just personally don't believe that children actually need to be in school for four days a week. Or maybe like in the classroom four days and on the fifth day, like field trips always. Yeah. Go do something. This, you need to teach kids how to be an adult because we were lied to. I don't know about the rest of y'all out there in podcast land but we rely to damn it uh yeah i just got a notice in the mail saying my mortgage is going up which i don't Girl. think is fair no one prepared me for Ooh, that Jesus. and i would have liked a class yeah so i, I checked my mortgage too and it was like it went up by 50 dollars, and i was like 50 dollars. i went up by 200 dollars. and then somebody else was like i went up by 600 i was like let me shut the fuck up <laughs> yeah take, take your 50 dollars. <laughs> that's just like a nice meal out a month exactly i'm like that wasn't even really the mortgage it was taxes and that's the thing too people are always talking about Oh, you can get a mortgage for $900. You are a $900 lie. Most people, when they get a mortgage, <laughs> that's including your actual mortgage, but it's also including your homeowner's insurance. If you have an FHA loan or if you have MPI insurance, that all of that encompasses that. So, you're, yes, your base mortgage may be $900, but when you put all those fees on top of that, you're yeah. looking at $15 to $2,100 a month, depending on how much your house was. Yep. But yeah, Texas is, is definitely having a mortgage crisis right now. Like they just released all of these appraisals. And I mean, people are paying sometimes, I mean, almost double what they were paying last year for their mortgages. That's and it's insane. insane. Well, that's because it's the same way when I bought my house. And scary. What it was worth or what it was appraised for the year before I bought it versus what I bought it for. Insane. See, I bought into so equity in my house. On one hand, I'm like, I'm the reason this shit's going up. Exactly. But I needed a house. Very true. And the thing is, you can capitalize on like, because my house right now is worth 120000 more than what I actually bought it for. And yeah, that looks great on paper because I actually bought into equity. They actually undersold it by $40,000. But if I were to sell right now, where am I going to live? You can't afford it. And no one can afford anything. No, right the rent is way too high. To San Antonio. I Did I tell you that San Antonio is on, it's like top three on the list of cities where it is cheaper to buy a house than rent are you serious because the mean rent price for a house here is like twenty four hundred dollars and the average mortgage 
well, this was like, you know, before all this, the mm-hmm. average mortgage payment is $1,900. Wow. That's a lot. So it's cheaper to buy a house here than it is to rent anything. So is it cheaper to rent in Austin then? Because Austin is very expensive. Uh, you can't buy in Austin for shit. No one can afford to fucking buy a house And you can't afford to rent either. Because your roommate. Yep. That's, man, that's insane. All that to say, appeal your stuff. Go to the clerk of courts and I wonder what it. the, I would say like the median, how, like, the median home price in Austin right now is probably like $500,000. I'm quite sure. It's probably compared to the Florida, honestly. Which I don't understand why, because I'm like, you offer nothing. <laughs> like, you don't have a beach. Content, you ain't got shit. entertainment. Oh, us? Yeah. Austin oh, ain't got no I beach. Out. Oh, yeah. The median. Man, I'm good. Y'all. I should what go is on it? the lottery. The median home price in Austin is, oh, it's $5 shy of $500,000. $500,000. Which would make it $499,995. Exactly. That's Damn. insane. And that's for like a tiny house. I was going to say, you're probably in the hood. That's how it is in South Florida. Mm-hmm. You get a one bedroom, one bath for $750,000. Your next door neighbor is a crackhead. They said home prices in Austin rose $100,000 in six months. That's insane. Our, the economy is going to crash. The, ha- to. the housing market is this, going it's, to crash. This, it's giving 2008. It's giving it um, the big short. Yeah. You know what I mean? And honestly, I don't, I don't think it has anything to do with Biden or Trump. I really don't. I think it's just COVID has come in and happened and everyone has had to readjust, unfortunately, very quickly. And people are trying to recoup what they lost in 2020 and 2021. And it's, I mean, it's a burden on the middle class altogether. But yeah, yeah. I don't think it has anything to do with the presidents because they don't got no real power anyway. No, it's got to, it has to be like a, you remember all those articles that were coming out talking about how kids were graduating from college and moving back home? Yeah. So you have all these people and they're like trying to pay loans off. Mm Mm-hmm. Nobody's doing you have shit. all these people who were living at home and working, trying to pay student loans. This pandemic happens. Your loans go on hold. You still are probably living at home. You might have money saved now. And you're like, well, fuck it. I don't have a loan payment. And everybody's holding Interest rates were low. Yeah, hella low. Were. So yeah. I wonder if there was just like this surge in people who were like ready to buy a house. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, because I'm just like, people, there at the beginning of the pandemic, everyone was like, oh my God, nobody has a job. And then Black Friday came and everybody was shopping. What? Like, where y'all get all this money from? But then people on unemployment were getting way more money on unemployment than some of them were actually getting out of yeah. paycheck. So that was a whole nother, you know, talk show. What a what a crazy couple years it's been. <sighs> I, I want to get off this ride. <laughs> I don't want to keep riding this ride. It just, no. it freaking sucks. Well, speaking of Texas and other things, um, and being on a crazy ride here in Texas, mm-hmm. your favorite governor, Greg Abbott. My, my favorite so, governor is Matthew McConaughey. Is he not really a governor? No, is he a governor he will of a, be. Oh, who is he? Where? Here in Texas, you think? Yeah, I think really? he's. I feel like he's going to run for governor. Well, he better hurry up and put him. Put him. I'm going to manifest the... that. Okay. Well, he's already. Um, what do they call him at UT? The uh, Matt. Oh God, what do they call him? I don't know. The something of culture. God, what do they call him? Master of culture. Something like that. The ambassador of quote something. I feel like he'll, you don't, I think he'll run for something. I mean, who else do we have to run against Greg Abbott at this point? Beto. He already lost. I know. Because Beyonce and them came in too late. (laughs) I'm like, I'm like Beyonce. That's the only time I was ever really mad at Beyonce. I'm like, Beyonce, how could you come 
the day of voting. Talking about, hey, Texas, everybody go out there and vote. <laughs> no, you were supposed to, you were, if you were going to endorse him, you should endorse him the whole time. Her team even, got to her too late. Listen, and then Oprah pissed me off when she did that with Stacey Abrams. I'm not even a Georgian, but I wanted Stacey Abrams to win so bad, and then Oprah was going door to door on the day of. Oprah, <laughs> you had months this lady went on a whole campaign trail. If you knew you were going to endorse her, you should have did that months ago. They're busy people. Man, Oprah ain't doing nothing. She got people, she got other people to run her businesses. Oh, no. I'm just saying. They didn't oh, put it on the calendar till too Ridiculous. Late. Anyway. But, anyway, what Greg do? So Greg basically <laughs> did this press conference, and he all of the uh, immigrants that are crossing the their borders, crossing the United States borders, um, instead of him keeping them in Texas, what he is doing, he's literally putting them on a bus and taking this bus to D.C., Washington, D.C., that is, and dropping them off at the Capitol saying that they are now Joe Biden's issue. You know when and the first um, bus arrived, I think it was like last week Wednesday or something. And you know when your neighbor's like garbage can something blows off of it and there's trash on your yard yeah. and you could easily go pick it up and throw it away, but you just like kick it. Yeah, in the middle of the street. Their side Absolutely. In the middle of the street. Yep, that's exactly what he's he doing. was like. I'm tired of dealing with this shit. I'm tired of people talking yeah. shit to me about it. Y'all can come the fuck in. I'm gonna bust you right up yep. to the Capitol. But he would welcome in Ukrainian refugees with no problem. But well, somehow, Those are white people. Mexican men and women are invaluable to Texas. I don't he know said, how. I'm not doing this anymore. It's ridiculous. It's honestly absolutely ridiculous. But yeah, so even to... That's a um, long-ass bus ride. That is. And I'm like, so you mean to tell me you're paying for, number one, to charter a bus. Number two, you're paying for gas. Gas in this economy. And, and toll, because I'm quite sure you have to pay a toll on the way there. And you're, you mean to tell me you're just going to drop them off. Do you give them snacks? What do you do? What do they have to take bath- bathroom breaks? What are you doing? Oh yeah. So you're wasting you taxpayer dollars. Seriously. And that shit has to have AC. I'm just like in the bathroom. Greg Abbott. That is they probably got TV too, I'm quite they sure. They probably never been on a bus like that in their life. I'm quite sure they have. On a chartered bus? I think everybody is it's charter buses chartered. are like a universal experience. In no Mexico? Matter. Yes. Absolutely. I just don't believe a Mexican charter bus is equivalent to a US government funded charter bus. Have you ever no, seen U.S. government-funded yeah, vehicles? Yeah, because remember when he was sending those kids that they got at the border up to Dallas? Those charter buses were nice. Listen, he ain't doing all that because he's mad. I'm just saying. I can guarantee you. He probably putting them on, what do they call them? The, the school big, the buses big you can exactly. repo from with the no government. With no AC. With no AC. <laughs> like, listen, government-issued stuff, they don't work. Ask the military. Um, but, yeah, so he's busting these people to D.C., and I think it's absolutely insane. Um, I don't know how this became a political podcast, but unfortunately it kind of has. Here we uh, are again, speaking also, on things we know nothing about. Exactly. Also to Brian Kemp, um, which I think is the dumbest thing in the world. He is the governor of Georgia, um, soon to be ex-governor of Georgia because Stacey Abrams is going to win. Anyway. Stacey. 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 So anyway, uh, he basically just signed a bill for uh, the citizens of Georgia to be able to walk around and carry a gun without a license. I just... Ugh. Like, why? Why? Listen, I'm all for guns. Love a gun. Absolutely. Love, we believe in gun rights. Love people that love guns. Guns are cool if you want to be responsible with them. Just fucking ha- get a background check. It's not that difficult. And pay for it and use it responsibly. But Absolutely. I you don't, I just, there. <sighs> 
So are you not going to require, are you not going to say, oh, well, you no longer have to have full coverage on your car in order to drive a car? Georgia does still does state inspections, like vehicle inspections. Are you going to say that that's gone now? You don't have to have a damn driver's license. Like, are you going to start taking all that stuff away? Of this course is going to be like because of sales, right? Like they want to sell more guns, less people. I mean, the Both. NRA, I'm quite sure, has a trillion dollars in business. I would, I would assume. Listen, I don't know much, but I do know every movie I watch about the NRA. They're doing some shady shit. The NRA is kind of like Scientology, I feel like. <laughs> People just buy into it. Absolutely. And buy into it, and it's bigger than and, anyone thinks it and is. And no one knows, like, who's the president of it. You just, you you just, just hear it. You just know what yeah. it is. You yeah. know it exists, but you don't know anything about it. So but. I can just roll up to Georgia, go to Walmart, Academy, whatever, and buy a gun. Mm-hmm. Without Oof. a license. Yep. I just want to know who you're targeting, Brian Kemp, because I feel like you're doing it for for a specific reason, and you I think you know that your crime number one is going to go up. Number two, your school shootings is going to go up. So, what's your purpose of doing that? I just, I just I just would inquiring minds would kind of like to know, but not really. Drop it in the comments. Slide into our DMs. Let us know. <sighs> it's crazy. Well, speaking of somebody, this is who, a bleak ass week. I know it's it's insane. I don't like it. Also, it's, too, one of our favorite uh, actors is in the hot seat. Right? Well, not necessarily in the hot seat, but he's been going through a lot of stuff. I really don't know what's going on, so you are definitely the resident uh, person to tell us about it. What is going on with Johnny Depp? And why yo. is this, like the hashtag going on right now saying free Johnny Depp? Jonathan Depp. I said Dimp. My bad. Dimp. No, that's Patrick Dempsey. Johnny Depp. We'll get there. Make it's okay. First of all, I cannot tell you, he's in a, this huge lawsuit right now with amber heard and amber heard is i literally don't know her from anything other than she had affairs with a lot of celebrities and she Allegedly. was married to johnny depp for a year oh, and she's oh, been wow. in these these like i what's the word for legal battles boom you are forgetting a lot of your I words know, today. Dude. <laughs> it's all the peeps so do they have any do they have any kids they do not have any kids oh that's good he just has those two kids the one that looks exactly like him that mm -hmm. um and that other little boy who's her brother but <laughs> let me see what movie she was in. why she oh she was an aquaman but no one who the fuck knows who was an aquaman except for jason momoa that's the only person i remember yeah she was in a bunch of movies that, like you wouldn't even she's fucking relevant. yeah no one really cares about her we care no, more about she's relevant. anyway when they were getting a divorce it was this big thing and she while she filed for divorce she said that he was very abusive to her visibly Physibly? Physibly? Oh Yo, today's going to be a long episode. Please bear with me, everyone. Physically, verbally, emotionally, all of this shit. Mm -hmm. That was this huge divorce settlement. Took forever. And finally, they settled $7 million. That's what she was going to get. Mm. All was cool. All was well. And this was like, I think they got divorced. They were married from like 2015 to 2016. They got divorced. Oh, wow. And it was settled by like 2017. Everyone was like, cool. So then she decided to go start talking to the Washington Post because that's smart because you know i don't know if seven million dollars goes real quick i don't know how taxes work i don't know what the fuck's going on she has to maintain her life so she started running her mouth again this is how i was abused remember me i was married to johnny depp he was so awful <laughs> da, 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 da. remember me <laughs> she's like oh did y'all forget <laughs> so he everyone was like oh shit so he started getting all these roles pulled from him all these sponsorship they took him off of pirates of the caribbean they took wow. him out of fantastic beast yes he got all these roles pulled so then he was pissed. So they've been on, and he was sued her for libel. He sued her for mm -hmm. all of these things. They had this, they had one lawsuit, I think in the UK and he lost and it was, so now he's suing her again for mm -hmm. defamation. 
um, for $50 million. Good for him. She's countersuing him for $100 million. And she's now saying not only was he verbally and physically abusive, but he sexually abused me. Allegedly. So now so they're finally going to trial. And it's just this long, drawn-out trial. But the fun part is, like, they're both famous people. So everyone that they're pulling into this trial is famous people. That's hilarious. And all of his friends to talk about their relationship mm -hmm. and read their text messages and all of this shit. So everyone's just sitting back. And he looks so sad. Um, I don't know enough to be like, Amber Heard's a liar and fuck you, Amber Heard. Mm -hmm. But it's just, it's seeming to me through the extenuous TikTok research that I've done. Yeah. That she's lying and this is unfounded. And um, she was abusive to him, actually. And I feel very bad for him. And also, I saw Fantastic Beast 3 and he was supposed to be, do you know anything about that movie? No. You know anything about Harry Potter? No. Great. Awesome. Battery. <laughs> I don't know why we do the show together. Anyway, in Harry Potter, uh -huh. the whole thing at the very end is like there's this very powerful wand, right? Yeah. Oh, is there anything they were like, dee -dee -dee, that thing uh, on TikTok? Okay. Okay. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> the guy who had the very powerful wand, uh -huh. when they, they ended up doing another series, and it's like a prequel to Harry Potter, mm -hmm. and Johnny Depp was the guy who ends up turning bad and had that very powerful wand. Oh. And he, like, played it perfectly because yeah. he's supposed to be, like, Dumbledore's supposed to be gay, and this was the guy that he was supposed to be in love with. Mm. And you know how Johnny Depp's, like, kind of scary, and he's kind of, like, feminine but yeah so like very he mysterious can, very mis yeah androgynous mm -hmm. you could be like yeah. i could get a gay vibe from him i can yeah. believe that i'm gonna buy into it so it worked and then they cast this new guy who i'm like never never had a dick in your mouth i do not <laughs> believe it no and it ruined the Whoa. whole thing for me and i was just used to seeing johnny depp you're not gonna just skate over that <laughs> like you're selling me a package and you just i just couldn't do it it just wasn't the same without him and he lost all these all of these roles because of all of the things she's saying about him so i'm upset with her well the thing you know what i hate about situations like this and not that i'm you know this you know man hero like oh yes all men but here's what i hate i hate when just not even just in hollywood but just in society in general when someone comes out with allegations against someone else that should not be a free for all for you to say, we are taking all your projects off. You are guilty until proven innocent. That's not the way it works. You're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. Like even I feel like with certain things that have occurred, um, like even like with Will Smith, like the whole situation that just happened, like people saying, oh, some of his movies that he or, or projects that he's been working on, you know, they're, they're going to be delayed a little bit. It's just like, OK, here. Well, the thing is, we know he slapped Chris Rock. That wasn't uh, an we alleged have thing. Evidence of that we one. have evidence of that. But, but even said, even like with T.I., T.I. and Tiny had allegations against them, right? And of Aren't sexual they, assault. Like, sex trafficking No, people? they were not. Allegedly, they were not doing none of that. Nope. Nope. We will not speak <laughs> on nobody else's business. All I'm saying is that. It's just what I heard. It, it was, there were allegations that were brought up against them. That people were, started like, pulling. In, we're right? not going to get into okay. all the depth of that. But all I'm saying is, they pulled. Some, <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is that they pulled, they pulled a lot of his stuff. And I'm like, that's not fair. When... <laughs> Because he might have not no, have done that. Because nothing, nothing was concrete <laughs> at the time. But then I'm thinking about the crew members, the directors, all of these people who have worked on this project, and you're you're basically penalizing them for something that's happening with someone else, and something that's even not 
definitive just yet. Now certain things are still definitive. I think things are still up in the air. I don't know. All I'm saying is that I just don't think that it's fair that you pull Johnny Depp off of, you know, different uh, things. I, I get it. You don't want to have negative press. But at the same time, if something has not been concrete, he has not been charged with anything, you should not then be taking roles from him and taking his, you know, his, li his uh, livelihood from him. That's wrong. I agree but i think this is all just i think hashtag me too really fucking it was something hollywood did not expect like they heard rumblings of it and they were like it's fine it's fine it's harry mm -hmm. it's harvey weinstein what are they gonna do mm -hmm. it's da -da -da -da. and when it got as big as it did and when so many people spoke out about it and refused to work with people mm -hmm. and then there was so much negative press and people were boycotting shit and they were like oh shit yeah this is real so now it's all damage control on the front end they're like right. well we'll just pull this we'll put someone else in worst comes to worst people still go see it and they're a little upset or we could let johnny depp be in it mm -hmm. it could turn out even worse than we thought yeah things could come out that we never knew and then we're screwed because we still let him be in it then we're you know they hate us as a production company and yeah. yada 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 i mean it's a catch-22 either way but i just feel like you shouldn't you shouldn't take people off of stuff until things are definitively stated like even even with the whole like no nah, i won't even use that as an example because it's a horrible example because clearly something happened they were all three in the truck anyway but i know but it's also hard because then i watch did you what the what is that show on netflix where she was abused and everyone thought she was making it up there's a show on netflix or a movie y'all this is gonna piss me off this little girl someone comes into her house and rapes her and she was like not a runaway but like in the system mm -hmm. and everyone thought she was making it up for attention and then it starts happening again to other people i did i didn't see that but i saw the and it starts with that. like a you or something i know what you're talking about discovered anyway then i see yeah. shit like that and i'm like no we need to believe people when they say things. and i'm not and i'm not saying don't believe them but what i'm saying is that don't make any rash decisions with this person until things are definitive. Like, because it, it goes both ways. Like if a, if a woman, and it's, it's cause like I said, it's not to, to protect men and all that kind of bullshit, but even if it was a woman saying that, oh, a woman did this or a woman did that or whatever the case may be, all I'm saying is that don't take people's roles away from them and things that are already in place because of this one person. Stuff is not even like definitive yet. There's nothing, yeah. they haven't been charged, they haven't been convicted of anything just yet. Once that happens, then you can say, okay, well, we'll we're gonna make a just like with, with Dave Chappelle in Netflix. I love Netflix approach to Dave Chappelle because they're like, listen, first of all, we already spent too much money on him. That's number one. <laughs> okay, number <laughs> the two, bills have been paid. The bills have already been paid, so we're gonna get our viewership from him. But I, I think that it goes to say that they also too did not believe these things about Dave Chappelle with when it came to the LGBTQ plus community, right? But I just think that again, you should not take away people's roles and their livelihood based off of allegations. I think that's very dangerous because I can come in and allege and say, well, Alyssa's racist. And I can allege that all day long. I got proof. Even though I don't have proof, because mm -hmm. I don't have to show you right away. But you said it. And but then, I said it. You know. Yeah, and then you and then you bring in, you know, tears and sympathy, and then like you said, you you basically broadcast the Me Too movement, and you bring that in, and but you're do you're basically um, utilizing it inauthentically, and then it invalidates everybody else that came before you because now you're doing it to protect your own self or whatever your you know uh, selfish agenda is. Yeah, I think Hollywood just for a very long time let so much shit go oh yeah absolutely. that now that things are more exposed they're like oh we're not even gonna do it you're yeah. just done we're pulling it we don't have time because mm -hmm. 
like Harvey Weinstein. We think it's bad, so we'll just let it come out. It'll be fine. It's kind of bad, and then it gets so much worse. Yeah. and you're like, shit. Yeah, it becomes a it becomes a whole like circus, and it takes on mm-hmm. a, a life of its own. And I get it. It does take away from the actual project at hand. So then people are more focused on the scandal of what's going on versus the actual art and the work that's that, you know, so many people worked on um, blood, sweat and tears and all that. And I just all these and like I get it. Two sides to every story, yada, yada. But she I just feel like um, and again, I'm not in this position, so I don't know. I just Mm -hmm. feel like if I'm going to come out and sue you for something at the beginning i'm gonna be like this is all that i have exactly. because i want this once not i'm gonna sue you for a couple of things and that doesn't work so i'm gonna sue you for a couple more mm-hmm. things and then as we're gonna oh you did this too and that yeah. doesn't work there's pictures of him with black eyes there's all these friends of both of theirs saying how abusive she was to him mm-hmm. and how tumultuous their relationship was mm-hmm. so i don't know i feel bad that's really shitty also i'm so sad because now all my movies are ruined because he can't be in there. he was amazing he, i mean Doctor, how is I he mean, not uh, gonna be captain jack captain sparrow jack, exactly he was hilarious in that in that movie just uh, he is jack sparrow i mean that's it yeah that's i mean i think the only with? company that didn't drop him was dior who dior dior what was he on there for like he does colognes and stuff oh i didn't he's a know dior that. prada but yeah everyone dropped his ass that's horrible. See, I don't, and see, then he could come, he, he should be able to come back and sue them then, depending on whatever the outcome of this lawsuit is, that, you know, you're messing up that man's livelihood and you're messing up yours because no one's going to work with you, want to work with you either because you're going to come out and say some stupid shit like this. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that your stuff is stupid. I'm just saying. I'm just saying this was like 365 days of marriage and it has ruined his entire life. So y'all be careful out there. Listen, be like Chris Humphreys. Just disappear. <laughs> that, sm- listen, Smart I wish I could guy. give a word for smartest man. Smart guy. Well, I know this kind of this episode has kind of been dark a little bit, anyway, to a degree. Mm-hmm. But uh, we do have to talk about it. Um, well, and we're let's not going to go it super darker. F- we're, yeah, we're going to make it darker. Um, but we're not going to go too too far in depth because um, this story is is really sad and um, pissing me off. Anyway, um, Patrick Lyola 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 Thank you. Um, who was a twenty six year old black man um, from the um, Republic of Congo, I believe. Ooh. Him and his family came over to the United States, obviously for, you know, the American dream. A lot of people do that, not a problem. Um, he was unfortunately um, brutally murdered by uh, a police officer, a white police officer, and shot in the back of the head, execution style, um, over a traffic stop. And his dad begged the police officers or the police department, hey, we want to release the footage. They claimed alleged alleged that they lost the footage then they said oh well the officer's uh uh camera wasn't on the friend that was in the car with him actually um videotaped the actual thing that and to just see awful to see a, a person literally get shot in the back of the head at point blank range is um you talking about a slap in the face in on the oscars as traumatic that's bullshit this 26-year-old, literally, I can go and search and see this man get his brains blown out of his fucking head well, in real on time. The ground, he's subdued. on the Literally, he's on the ground. You're talking about, let go of the taser. Let go. Of, I don't care if somebody did grab a taser. You literally have a gun in your fucking hand, and you shot him at point-blank range in the back of his goddamn head. Like, and you're going to go home at night, Take a shower, eat your little raggedy ass casserole, 
and go right to bed and feel perfectly fine about yourself. Like I just, anyway, prayers to Patrick Lyola, Lyola and his family um, and friends. Um, it is just a disgusting time in this world, unfortunately, but we had to talk about it because we have to be responsible. About it's like this. you always like, I feel like BLM was so long and so publicized and so traumatic and so emotionally draining that like that I'm like that had to be you know when bad things start happening to you mm -hmm. and like short bursts you're like surely this is it for a while yeah like we're done with mm -hmm. that and then things pop up and I'm like oh we're still dealing with it yeah I think two people don't realize it's traumatic being a black person every single day you're minding your business minding your business and then shit like this that you don't welcome you didn't do anything to deserve this. You don't do anything to invite this type of behavior, you know, into your life. And it just happens. You, what's the little saying that people, that the little TikTok thing, they're like, when you're a black person, you never have to worry about being alone because there's always a white person in your business. That, that's the truth. Mm -hmm. It's the fucking truth. Like, I just, 26 years old, like, Jesus, have mercy. Anyway, off that note, what are we watching? This is the part she's really amped for. Ladies. And the two gentlemen out there who watch this show. <laughs> and Darren. And Darren. I have been just glued to the television, as has most of, I don't know. Gen Z. Gen Z. Watching the freaking ultimatum. Because Vanessa and Nick Lachey, which like, why are y'all even, how, who got this gig? Who? Made, who deemed who? them as like the so perfect couple or something? Who just I don't know. He's but still she, in love with Jessica Simpson. He, mm, but they're cringy as a couple. They uh, are. After watching that, the things she says, like there was a time when, like, oh, I don't remember. It's at the reunion, and someone said something. Well, tell oh, the people what the ultimatum okay, actually sorry. is. Because you got super excited. I know the ultimatum is another brilliantly. Is written it? and produced Netflix reality TV show. I don't know what it is about the Netflix reality shows, but I'm just like, oh, I'm all in. This is trash. Because they did them all during the quarantine. They did. Trash <laughs> at its finest. Um, and it's filmed in Austin, Texas. Oh, is it? it I did is. not know that. And I really do think all of these couples were from Texas after okay. my Instagram stalking. Um, <laughs> basically, they pulled all of these couples who were like from 24 to 26 years old who have been dating all of one to two years yeah and one part of the couple has said hey either you marry me because i'm ready or you gotta move the fuck on mm -hmm. and so they come all together the premise of the show is you pick another person's partner to live with for three weeks that you kind of get along with or are attracted to mm -hmm. then after that you go live with your original partner for three weeks and at the end of this experience the person who was given the ultimatum either says like, yes, I'm ready to marry you or like mm -hmm. not nah, ain't gonna fucking work. Yeah. Bitch. The, first of all, let me just start by saying this. She texted me, I think on Tuesday was like, I need you to watch at least one or two episodes of the ultimatum. So we can speak about this on the podcast. And I'm just like, I don't want to watch this stupid shit. So I watched like four episodes and then I was like, fuck this. I went to Google and I was like, Hey, what happens at the end? So I'm all caught up. Utter Without and having to complete watch <laughs> trash this show is. Basically, it's a bunch of people who say they take their boyfriend or girlfriend on the show and they're like, listen, the person is like, hey, I'm in love with you and I want to marry you and I'm giving you this ultimatum. And then they're like, you know, I'm so sure that we're going to end up together at the end of this. But just in case we're not, 
I would like to have this experience with, with these other person. people. But I mean, I, yeah. I, we are going to end up together, but I'd like to know. Mind you, these people are, I think the youngest person was like 23 and the oldest person was like 29. They are children who have Very. been dating for no time at all. Yeah. And it's just messy as hell. You, I, it is insane, dude. The things these people do and say, the idea that you would tell your significant other, I love you and I want to marry you. And because you don't want to marry me, we're going to go on the show. You're going to date someone else for three weeks. I'm going to date someone else for three weeks and we're going to see how it ends up. And you're going to want me even more then. And then all of these people get pissed off when their boyfriend or girlfriend is like over there laughing and having a good time with yeah. this person. And they're like, you brought me on this fucking show. What am I supposed to do? Just pout in I the room and be pissed off? Like I had to participate and they're yeah. cool as fuck because all of them have problems. This is just, They all needed it's a crazy. counselor on this show is what they needed. And Nick I Lachey was not it. Nick Lachey. Vanessa didn't know shit. They were like, oh, we were on a break too and we dated other people. Now we're in love. Mm. Weird. But you, you know what I think it is too, like, I think people always look at ultimatums as this horrible thing, right? And I think ultimatums are a good thing depending on the situation that you're in. So for example, I think ultimatums are, in order for them to be a positive thing, they have to be both a benefit and a detriment to both parties involved, right? So in order for you, for us to have this, if you don't do this, then we both lose. But when the ultimatum becomes a benefit for one and a detriment to the other, that's really a non-negotiable disguised as an ultimatum. And I think a lot of people are saying, oh, well, it's an ultimatum. That's not an ultimatum. If you're saying that you want to have kids and your partner does not want to have kids, that's not an ultimatum. That's a non-negotiable. Because I'm telling you at the end of this, if you don't want to have kids, we are done. Like ultimate, like for, look, look at what we do for a living when I was at the hospital setting. So we tell our patients, hey, in order for you to get out of here and get better to get to your family, you need to get up and work with us to be able to heal, right? So the benefit becomes, I get my productivity, but you also get better and get out of here. If you don't get up with me, guess what the what the the uh, the crisis is pretty much, or the detriment to the both of us. I don't get my productivity. I gotta go find something else to do or find somebody else to see, you don't end up getting better. But if it just benefits one person, at the sacrifice of another, that's not an ultimatum. That's literally a non-negotiable. Well, my thing is half these couples come in and they're like, we have issues with communication. We yeah. have issues because we're not on the same page. Mm -hmm. But y'all y'all are trying to work out these issues for three weeks with other people. Right. All you're doing is seeing what your partner doesn't have and exactly. then you're coming back. And then I just need to talk about, and I hate to make this about race, but here we go, one, two, three, the white women on this show. <laughs> because <laughs> what they, they are straight evil that was the one girl who ended up uh, with hunter alexis oh she's weird she isn't she, she was so hurt <laughs> every face she made i was like this bitch is pure fucking she was, evil. She was like, he basically told me i was unattractive that man did not say that he said he was not attracted to you he never said the word unattractive. and that was only after he had told you twice he didn't see a future with you he yeah. didn't want to make it work and she was like i just think that's lip service she was like well i, I can't marry him right now because he i make more money than him who is your mother <laughs> girl who is your then mother in the reunion when she comes back first of all you were on the show for one episode seriously sit your ass on the <laughs> they put you on the very end of that sofa because you had nothing to add exactly so she's sitting there and they they would bring up okay you know on reality shows like messy shit happens mm -hmm. and 
there's just some stuff you know these people don't want to talk about yeah and you're like oh that was a really weird time so yeah. of course that is every single cringy ass thing that happened is exactly mm-hmm. what they brought up yeah and this bitch would sit on the side and she'd be like so then like they would ask them a question the person answering it would kind of like answer it but skirt by yeah, it and she'd yeah. be like so then what's the answer <laughs> so then are you guys having kids or not i was like shut up you ha- weren't even on the show she's shut ta- up she's talking like a viewer like she wants to know what you she was like well what i want to know I'm like, shut <laughs> up then madeline not madeline madeline Mad- the yeah. other white girl madeline that's that's a mm. that bit did you see when she goes to get drinks with all the girls yes i do and she was just instigating the fuck out of she everyone was, then she told april she was like Sometimes I just see you just shut the fuck up. She was like, I'm going to say something and it's going to sound offensive. And then she's like, you're beautiful. And she goes, thank you. She goes, don't think she's like, don't. That's the only nice thing I'm going to say. Yeah. This girl is crazy. And then the other black girl, they, the, she pissed off Shanique. Yeah. And the dark skinned black girl, she gets up because she's like, I'm going to fucking punch this bitch in the face. She walks off. The light skinned black girl tells Madeline, Mm -hmm. Hey girl, I think she's mad because she goes, Oh, I know. And I don't care. I was like, girl, yeah, but she might be going through a, a baby daddy situation. Cause Dude, because she was... Who, uh, if that baby come out black, that's all I'm going to say. I just want to say at the reunion, <laughs> she was seven months pregnant, and they stopped filming six months ago. The math ain't mathin'. Pretty much. And that's why, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I think they were using those silver goblets the entire time because they didn't want to show you who was actually drinking and who wasn't. Yeah, because everybody had those. Yeah, and then remember, were you there when April said she was pregnant randomly? No. So they all get back. I only with, watched the first four episodes and I was like, I'm not giving my life any more of this. It's so toxic. The entire thing is so toxic. The minute someone would tell me like, hey, I think we should go on the show and we either end up marrying or not, I, I would say not. Next. Here's Never. the thing. When you give somebody an ultimatum in relationships, this is just my personal opinion as an unmarried woman, okay? When you give someone an ultimatum in a relationship, you are setting yourself up for failure because at this point now you're begging them to do whatever it is you want them to do that's a benefit to you and that's a detriment to them. Mm -hmm. And even if they sign on to do it, guess what they're going to do? They're going to resent you later on. Tell them, people need to be very careful about saying, I'm giving them an ultimatum. It's not an ultimatum. It's a non-negotiable. A non-negotiable for me is smoking. If you are a smoker, I don't care of weed, black and mouse, or cigarettes, cocaine or crack whatever you smoke you can't smoke meth all the heroin i don't sell crack motherfucker i said it (laughs) but any kind of smoking even if you vape that is a non-negotiable that's not an ultimatum i'm not gonna tell you if you don't stop smoking by january 31st i'm gonna leave you no bitch i'm just gonna leave and i'm not gonna tell you about it because i if i'm telling you something that i that i want especially too it's something as important as having a baby this is why those questions should be asked on the first date. And then those motherfuckers, the kid, the couple that was like, I want to be, okay, first of all. Nate was a piece of shit because he was pissed that Shanique <laughs> didn't pick him. Then April didn't pick him. And he was like, okay, bitch, I'm running out of women. I'm just going to take my woman back. This man, the whole time has been like, I want kids. My girlfriend doesn't. I want kids. My girlfriend mm-hmm. doesn't. His little girlfriend goes and sits her ass with Colby. And she's yeah. like, well, I can't say that I don't want kids. I just don't want them with nate exactly uh guess who doesn't even make it to the second episode because his ass fucking proposed to her and they got the fuck off the yep. show both of them guess she, who still doesn't have kids and doesn't have a plan well they said that them. they they decided to have she's agreeable to have one but why would you want to force someone to have kids with you when they don't want to because then they're going to end up being a shitty parent and then you're going to end up being a single parent stuck in a marriage with somebody who doesn't want the fucking child also our relationship you told me you didn't want kids you've been with this guy for five minutes and you told him you just didn't want kids maybe with me but you could think about having kids exactly that's so stupid 
It's a whole sex orgy thing. I think a lot of these it's so it's weird, stupid. and I'm like, it never seems like a good like you're gonna go watch your significant other date someone else for three weeks when y'all already have issues, obviously because you're on this fucking show and you gave them an ultimatum, and you think that's a good idea. This is why Hollywood is not real. Y'all are toxic, and y'all just wanted internet clout. Yeah, and because um, if you want to fix your relationship, you're not gonna go on a reality show. And it worked because I tuned in for every fucking episode. I only watched the first four, and I was like, I'm not giving any more of my life to this stupid shit. That's definitely a Gen Z situation because I mean the girl was just like, oh, I want to be a mom so bad. Not that I want to be a good, years old. Three, 23 years old. She didn't say I want to be a good wife. I want to be a good person. Oh, I just, I've always wanted to be a mom. Why? Because you want somebody to love you unconditionally. Girl, love yourself, please, for the love of all things that appear. Love yourself. And you yeah. got time. Like I think too, when you when you have ultimatums too, I think when you're in your twenties, ultimatums don't make any sense in your 20s you got Child. time you're still learning how to navigate through this life and be an adult which by the time you're 37 you still ain't gonna know just let me help you <laughs> <laughs> give you the ending but also too when you're at a certain age like when you're mid to late 30s you're you're you don't have ultimatums anymore they become non-negotiables yeah like i'm not first date do you want kids yes or no no have a great day even if you're on a dating website and then you see somebody that says in their profile don't want kids why the fuck would you swipe right in hopes that they don't you don't want kids i can convince them that they want kids that's all you, this show was it's stupid. like you will never convince me to like black eyed peas oh you just haven't tried my great grandmama's black eyed peas don't want them my mama know how to cook them and my grandma and i'm still not gonna eat them nasty shits mm -hmm. it was all these people hoping oh i they're gonna get stuck with someone worse than me for three weeks and then they're gonna realize how good they have it yeah. and they're gonna just whoop change stupid exactly also why did no one tell shanique her hair looked a fucking mess on the reunion and that's on y'all and that's awful and no one I told her hair actually looked no well, i didn't that blonde marilyn monroe shit i thought it was cute no I thought April's her hair looks good. April's did, she looked good with blonde. April's blonde looked good. I don't know what was going on with Shanique. She needed to brush those curls out. Ray looked like trash the entire season. Her makeup didn't match. Her makeup didn't match. And I don't even know how to do makeup, but I know that made it Her, match. I don't know what was good. Y'all just needed hair and makeup on this shit. When when I heard Zay's story though, I thought it was. I was like, this man needs therapy. He does. He's trying. And the thing Come is, on. But, but I love the way Shanique's family kind of rallied around him though. When they're like, you can call me. Yeah. And the fact that he's like his, you know, he was homeless, living in his car, and then even like the first night that they, you know, were in their apartment or whatever, he was like, I'm cool sleeping on the couch. I'm just like, That's I so did. Nice. Hey, listen, I love those boys on that show. Yeah. They, I mean, it was great. It was great entertainment. I feel like, but. For Gen Z. <laughs> I will say when Rachel punched Zay, I was like, girl, you're trying to get your ass beat. That man is huge and he has anger issues. I don't think he has anger issues. I think he, he is very reactive. But that doesn't mean you have anger issues. He's just he he's okay with dealing with confrontation. No, he gets mad, he talks over people, and then he storms out of the room. Well, you know what? I didn't see that part, so I can't <laughs> You're not well burst. You're right. probably right. No, I only saw the first four episodes, and he was nice and calm. <laughs> no, he was. He was doing a good job. Do you ever watch? Um, do you ever get super uncomfortable watching other people's arguments, like in shows? And no, stuff? I love it because <laughs> I love Dude, conversation. I start getting like anxious and angry. Really? When he would argue, it would be the kind of like. Um, when someone's trying to tell you something or and the other person keeps asking a question but they keep talking over you and they won't yeah. let you finish and he's mm -hmm. like no let me finish no so then what do you want to say no so and i'm like oh my oh, I god i would get like hot and fucking yeah anxious about it no i just sit and i just be like these people are stupid these people are stupid but no i don't i don't get anxious when people argue i actually i think it's funny 
you're not the same. Yeah. Anyway, all that to say, <laughs> if you're looking for something to fill the void, the ultimate. I just, As a Gen Z. Man, just I was wrapped up. I just think, but I, I, I think that was a great experiment because I feel like in relationships, you need to know where people will go. Like, you need to know... Like, what else are you thinking? And also, too, I think it gave each couple, like, a different perspective. Because even when they, before they went with their person, even Jake and April were talking. And he was just like, yo, like, you never let me express myself to you and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, it shouldn't take you going to live with somebody else for three weeks for you to figure that out. And to be able to communicate. Because you obviously communicated what you needed. Why mm-hmm. couldn't you have just gone to, you know, couples counseling and help you figure that out? And y'all could have been in a nice vulnerable space, not at a bar with a goddamn, you know, uh, pool right there with people wearing half naked stuff. Like, come also, on. They tried to make Austin look so cool. I was like, I didn't this even know they not, were in Austin. I was like, this is not L.A. and Austin is not that cool. Those apartments were very small. The Austin. Extreme. I was like, is this New York? <laughs> what the hell? Um, wait, are you team counseling before marriage absolutely how do you feel about that absolutely i think when you establish yourself as a monogamous relationship and if you all have had the conversation of marriage um even before they propose i believe that you should go to couples counseling absolutely Hmm. because you need someone to help you navigate through tough conversations and you think as a couple well we've talked about all this other kind of stuff but when you get to see it from someone else's perspective things open up what about you I'm like, do you need counseling yes. before you're married? Yes. Yes, mm. you do. I don't know. Because think about it. You're two people that are coming together, not as one. You're two individuals coming together to push forth one vision, which is your legacy, right? You don't think you need counseling? Before you're married? Yes. Not like that. I'm not, not, you don't have to go every week, but I'm just saying, like, even if you do, like, once a month or once every other week just to have homework assignments to work on as a couple to be able to go into your marriage with open communication, honesty, vulnerability, transparency, because then when you don't know that side of that person, then you wake up a year later, this is not who I married, I want to get a divorce. And, you know, like, Kim Kardashian married for 72 days. I don't think they talked at all is no, the problem. No, definitely there. not. They just probably had sex, allegedly. I don't know. It's just always weird. It's not weird, but it's just when people are like, oh, we're going to counseling. Why do you think that's weird? I don't think it's weird. I think when you're dating, it's strange to go to counseling before you're married. But if so, if you once you're engaged, you don't think you should go to counseling? No. Yeah. I think once you're engaged, you can go to counseling. But like if you're just dating, why the fuck are you going to counseling? Because it helps you with your relationship. Yeah. But then you shouldn't be dating. Why not? You should be coming together. You should like you should be able to navigate at least that shit. That's not the hard shit. But counseling, but but see, it prepares you for the hard shit though. I think counseling should be a regular, uh, a regular normal thing in relationships. I think it helps prepare you for marriage. I'm just telling you, when I hear it, no. it sounds fucking off. Really? Yes. That speaks volumes. Probably. I'm an incredibly deeply toxic person. Don't say that about you. Well, when they tell you who they are, believe them the first time. Hey, when y'all see me on my Netflix show, when oh, I'm Jesus. doing some wild shit, like yelling at someone and throwing water across the table. Can I just be the executive producer, please? You can. Okay, just remember, cool. you heard it here first. Yes, definitely. No, I think I think counseling in relationships is should be the cornerstone. because I don't think it's a bad thing. I'm right. just saying when I hear that people are dating and in counseling, I'm like, You just think fuck? it's weird? Yeah. I think that's very noble. I think you're preparing yourself for courtship. How many people do you know that are dating and are in counseling? 
or dated and were going to counseling? Oh, quite a few. No, you don't. Yeah. You're lying to me. My sister actually did that. You're lying. My sister, my she married a pastor. That's not the same. No, they but he's, Christian counseling. He's a very no. They went to regular counseling. counseling? Yeah, yeah. But my brother don't like my brother in law don't like people anyway. So he's a pastor. <laughs> Selena, don't show don't show him this. <laughs> but he don't like people no way. But no, they they went to counseling while they were before they got engaged because they they actually did workbooks and everything like that. Like to, because they knew that they wanted to marry each other. Were they older? No, my sister got married when she was what like 34, 35? Yeah, and he's they're the same age. Yeah, but even two um, other other friends of mine who who are married, they went to counseling while they were dating. And like I said, it wasn't like a once a week thing. It may have been like once a month, once every other month, just to kind of get like different ideas of topics for them to discuss later on and mm-hmm. kind of get their perspectives. But I think definitely when you're, you know, uh, I think that's healthy though. Like you go to a counselor by yourself as, you know, a single person. Yeah. Yeah. So that's normal. Right. But then because you're navigating a relationship with somebody else and you're communicating with them. Uh. <laughs> I know when my husband who's out there. Well, we dating, we going to counsel. <laughs> <laughs> so I bet you better prepare right now. Prepare your copay now. Okay. But uh, what else? I'm also. Are you I'm, watching? What are you watching? I saw. I'm watching this movie called The Colony on Netflix. Of of course. <laughs> There's no are. aliens. There's no aliens Let me involved. Guess. The world ends. Yes. Mm-hmm. The world. It, technically. So they're kind of like they're on a different planet or whatever. They come back to see if Earth is inhabitable or it is habitable since like radiation and all that kind of stuff. And then she they um, they end up finding out their survivors are still there and all this kind of stuff. So I'm I'm about like a, 45 minutes into it. So I'm it's it's good so far. Um, the Wilds is coming back for season Ooh, two. I cannot wait. That was such a good one. There it has was. been so many. OK, so have you seen, of course, a TikTok? I don't watch anything else. Have you seen the TikTok going around um, and the girl is like a culture, not tracker, but basically she looks at the trends between what's going on in the economy and the world and the U.S. in particular and how that um, kind of affects the content we get, the movies that are made, the scripts that are written, all of Mm, that stuff. No. So like after 9-11 happened, we got all the superhero movies, all the zero dark 30s, all of that shit. Everyone wanted to be a hero. Yeah. And she was talking about like her predictions for what's coming up mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But I was just thinking, cause we have all the, and it was like all of the, um, like, uh, what is that movie called where the little boys eat each other? Lord Ew. of the flies, not eat each other, but yeah. Like cannibalism. Yeah. Ooh, Lord never seen that. You never read Lord of the flies. I don't read. That's what the, the wilds, yellow jackets, all of that shit is Lord of the flies. Like, um, what happens when is that a movie do they make a movie they do oh. that one's sad that little chunky boy but the basically fat ones always die. The fat, <laughs> fat ones are the first ones to fucking go and then they're barbecuing them and then they're crying oh, we, we, we don't want to eat yeah. johnny but basically like what constitutes like your morals what do you do when yeah. you have to return to like this animalistic well i think we know, saw that in the pandemic view. Yeah, so that's, they're kind of like, and you know, how zombies, and so they were saying how, you know, all these movies came out about zombies and like, what's actually morally right, even Mm -hmm. when, you know, the world's turned upside down and all of this shit. All that to say, we got all these shows like The Wilds and Yellow Jackets and all these things about people being stranded places and having to figure it out. That's all I was going with. (laughs) Listen, I I think we got a taste of it in, in the pandemic because people were overbuying stuff and they were stockpiling even though their neighbors didn't have stuff and people were like i don't have toilet paper and it's like well use water i mean just wash your ass you got a whole house with water <laughs> bidets like 
the pandemic we didn't have we did not have electricity we literally had electricity go wash your ass it's not that big of a deal yeah um and yeah i think we definitely saw that people getting what they can for themselves and not caring about their neighbor unfortunately um and people kind of going into silos and saying okay well my group of people are going to be taken care of i don't give a shit what happens to the rest of y'all um but yeah i I mean this world is cruel god forbid an apocalypse actually happens the whole world we gonna everybody gonna die everybody gonna die because nobody's gonna take care of each other no people in the nursing homes like you saw on the walking dead like the staff was like still there with the nursing homes like uh nursing home residents like six months later child please gertrude and them y'all gonna fend for yourselves (laughs) peace bitch they just they just gonna have to so uh the wilds is getting ready to come out but also to umbrella academy season three is getting ready to come out i got uh my cousin hooked on it now shout out to donna so good <laughs> so she just finished season two she's like no i love like, that uh, miss elliot isn't it what in uh, umbrella academy mary j bush mary j bush miss elliot who's in that is show? it umbrella academy neither one of them who is it no one who's that black lady that's not <laughs> Who is that? Oh, sweet lamb of Jesus. Wait, who is it? Wow. That's somebody. That girl said Missy Elliott or Mary J. Blige. Neither one of them look alike, and that is not who played the girl who says, uh, uh, do you yes. want to tell us? I heard I heard a rumor. That is not no, her. No, not her. I'm talking about. The one Mary J. Blige does play in there. Yes, she does. Mary J. Blige plays. She's the, a, she's the, the one that the killer that comes after the little brother. Yes. yes. I'm not crazy. I you're was just crazy. like, I'm thinking you're talking about she played one of the kids from the Umbrella Cat. I was like, what? <laughs> no. She they they have weird names. Yeah, she died like a bunch of times in there because they kept blowing each other up. I don't remember what her name was. Yeah, that was Mary J. Blige. Cha-Cha. Cha-Cha, yes. She plays Cha-Cha in Umbrella Academy. I was like, where were you going? (laughs) (laughs) I love her in that show. Yeah, but, so yeah, that's coming out as well, too. Uh, You want to go to the rehab corner? Let's walk on over. Welcome to the rehab corner. A place where we restore some order. Take a look around and sit your ass down. let me tell you this obviously i'm not married okay obviously i don't have a line of suitors at my door okay the amount of proposals i get at work fucking blows my mind you got proposed to this week all the time but yes this week i did get proposed to you by someone who told me they're a millionaire i don't know i haven't how old is he uh, like 65. Oh, that's good. I know, right on the borderline. Yeah. My thing is, I think men just want to be completely taken care of. Absolutely. And I'm just like, this is disgusting. What am I supposed to do? Go home with your fucking heart failure ass and just keep dressing you and bathing you for the rest of our life together? He has a million dollars. Yeah. He does. But I, I mean, how many, what if like 30 years I'd have to hold out? He's got a bad valve. He'll go in 10. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Every day I sit here and have these conversations with myself. I want you to know that. Is it worth it to cross that so, line? So, <laughs> you know, y'all are out here at the bar. You try to come buy me a drink and you spit whack game. And just know that I have a 65-year-old man who's in love with me at work and is a millionaire. and would love for me to spend the next 15 soft 20 years of his life with him. <laughs> um, and that's all I've been learning at work this week. Well, that's good that you got proposed. So congratulations. Yeah, it's nice. I think I'm gonna start keeping. I need to start taking pictures of them and just kind of keeping a too. little journal for yes. myself. Uh, maybe it'll little... turn into like a Netflix movie or something. Maybe a biopic. Biopic. Maybe I sound like fucking Julia Fox. 
I don't know. Uncut jam. Uncut jams. <laughs> well, I did see um, in the news lately, the, the Democrats actually, uh, the House Democrats actually passed a bill or passed the, the House to cap insulin at $35. As they should, because they that is insane to me that they charge as much as they do for insulin, which people with type 1 diabetes need to live. Seriously. Because their body just doesn't do it. It's not like... It's not like Botox or something. And or insulin like, is so cheap to make. To ma Whatever happened with the synthetic insulin? Did we figure that out? Um, I think there was a company that did figure it out that was trying to offer the, the insulin for free. But I feel like when we mentioned them, I'm not saying that it was because of us, but <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden now you just haven't heard of them. You have, yeah. And so it's kind of like the guy who made uh, his, his car run off water and the government allegedly... I'm saying the, okay did you, you didn't watch Morbius right no okay well and Morbius he Jared Leto is a doctor and he created synthetic blood and I was just like how fucking cool would it be if we had synthetic blood oh please don't say that no they would because you could every, be cloning people then at that point cloning people yeah but you could save so many people if everyone had access to this blood when like, has the government ever used anything like that for good they've always used it for evil Allegedly. In movies, that's how it works. Exactly. Um, I'm. I, they need to cap insulin. It's insane to me the amount that they charge for even EpiPens. EpiPens is ridiculous. $600 for EpiPens. Like EpiPen. things that, I don't know. It's not like, this is, these are medical necessities right. people need because their body just doesn't do it. And the thing is, even with type 1 diabetes, like, you, I don't care how much carbs, whatever you eat, you cannot control you having type one diabetes, mm -hmm. like you literally, you're some children are just born with it. Like you cannot, that's <sighs> type two. Yes. Control but also to degree, even but with type two and yeah, Michelle Obama did whatever the fuck she did and took away our good snacks. There is no health literacy. <laughs> you in sound schools. very bitter about that. I am because it happened during my high school years and I, all my sodas got taken away for some oh nasty sugar free snacks. And see, now you don't have diabetes. Thank you, Michelle Obama. See, see, my BMI is a little high, but I do not have diabetes. <laughs> There's no health literacy in schools. So you, yeah, I just, true. these kids don't know better. They're, and parents, it's not like you have a parent who's staying at home anymore. Parents are out. They're mm -hmm. in, they're working. They need fast meals. Our food is all processed to, to shit. And it's cheap. And it's cheap. I'm just like, you, you're giving these people mm -hmm. these issues. And diabetes leads to everything, dude. It's yeah, like. It does. Anyway, I just hate that. Well, I, well, I brought it up too. I to also it. say that the Democrat, the House, the House Democrats actually passed it. There were 193 Republicans who voted against it. Because that's the moneymaker, baby. You're pieces of shit. Pharma, big pharma. Oh that's all God. the money. But I mean, you. I feel like you. Never mind. I ain't gonna say that. Anyway, um, also to last thing in the rehab corner, Bruce Willis made an announcement a couple weeks ago that we forgot to talk about. We put it on the docket, but we forgot to talk about it. So he made an announcement that he will no longer be doing movies or television, mainly movies, because he was diagnosed with aphasia. Which is weird to me because he didn't have a stroke, correct? I don't think he did, no. I didn't hear that. I, he's just aphasic. I wonder if maybe he has like a, a TBI that he hasn't released. 
And then, like, because he like he a, does a uh, lot of action movies. Non-traumatic or something. Yeah, maybe a non-traumatic TBI or something like that. But I don't think he's had a stroke. But he's not, no longer. So but for people who don't know what aphasia is, it's basically um, an inability to properly communicate. So you can have two different types. There can be um, an expressive, which means that you can hear and understand what people are saying to you. But the uh, communication center in your brain, which is Broca's area, when you go to actually talk to form words and sentences, it comes out as like what we call in the healthcare field word salad. Um, and then there's another one that is uh, receptive receptive aphasia where you cannot understand what we're saying to process it, but you can make complete sentences when you want to talk. So um, I don't know if he was having issues with being able to learn his lines and being able to uh, say his lines properly and things of that nature. But he said that he is. Uh, can you imagine if it was expressive and he was just like, because you know, when people, horrible. y'all, when people, first of all, it is the wildest thing when it's expressive because yeah. it's just like, they're talking. It's like when someone's drunk and you're trying to be nice mm -hmm. and they're just like, I can't even pretend to do it. Cause yeah. it'll just make Cause it. Cause it, well, my dad actually had that. My dad, uh, he, his, uh, he had a tumor on Broca's area. Anyway, so he had expressive aphasia where he was unable to express what he wanted. So, for example, I remember one day he said to me, uh, Monica, I want some, can you make me some coffee? And I'm like, sure. I'm not a coffee drinker. <laughs> and my mom at the time didn't have like a Keurig. So I'm sitting here putting little Folgers, whatever things in there. I don't, two scoops. I don't fucking know. Anyway, so I bring him back the coffee. And so I was like, oh, daddy, here's your coffee. And he was just like, what do you mean? I wanted some donuts. And I was like, what? You asked me for coffee. He was like, Monica, I, Monica, did, coffee and the donuts and then, and then the sky. And then, and I'm like, what the, f like, what are you talking and about? And they just saying words. And yeah. to the, it's like, just as I'm talking to you now is here, how I hear myself. Mm -hmm. They don't hear. They don't hear it. That they are just saying random words. Mm -hmm which is hard and then yeah. receptive is even harder because Ooh, receptive is horrible I, receptive i think is worse than expressive trying to tell someone what to do with receptive i just it's you have to literally just demonstrate it because if you don't demonstrate it they're not gonna they're not gonna get it like if you're you use talking words, like this and they're it's like they've never heard this language in there you're talking life. word salad to them but they can communicate perfectly fine back to you but with expressive it's like you you hear and you understand, but you cannot articulate. They're both extremely frustrating. They are. And they're extremely frustrating for you talking to, trying yeah. to communicate with them because you're like, I just can't. There's, how do you, it's rough. Yeah, it God is. bless a speech therapist. Seriously. Um, well, and OTs too, because y'all, I mean. We do. Y'all have to, y'all deal with the cognition part portion. We're just barbaric. Can you walk? All right. Don't, <laughs> don't give a shit if you talk. Move the feet. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I wonder if he, do you think he has dementia or something? You think something's I don't know. Brain? Maybe he does. Maybe he has like some kind of like, you know, advanced, not advanced, but like early onset of something. I'm not sure. It would make um, acting but, very hard. It would, because you know, acting is very fast paced. And when you're on set, you're wasting a lot of money and time and they don't have time to wait on you to get it together. And that would, I mean, even if you would feed him the lines, he knows what the lines are, mm -hmm. but he can't repeat it back to you. That's so I, what, what's the last movie he was in? Do you know? Um, well, I think Bruce Willis, I think Die Hard. Die Hard. Uh, what was the other one? Come on, my man. Come on. Come on, my man. Uh, uh, fifth Element. Fifth, fifth Element. element. Yes. Yeah. That's a good. I saw a bunch of people dressed up <laughs> like that the last couple Halloweens. So good. Chris, uh, what's his name? Uh, Sixth Sense. Yeah, this, about that. Armageddon. This was good. Yeah, Armageddon was good. Pulp Fiction. Wow. That was a weird movie, but nonetheless, it was a good movie. Forgot about all these. The Kid. I don't know the last movie he did. I don't either. 2021 Apex. An American Siege. He Never out here that. making movies. Yeah. 
But he did a, he did another movie where they robbed a bank or something like that. But I wonder too because I feel like Bruce Willis doesn't. I mean, as he's gotten older, he doesn't really have as many like speaking roles like his presence is still there but he's not speaking yeah. as much so i wonder if that had to do with it as well too like if he was dealing with that at the time huh i don't know but, god yeah. bless him that's rough i know that's so sad because the people think because you can't uh express yourself that there's a um a cognitive you know deficit and it is to a degree but he still has capacity to make decisions for himself he yeah just like people think you're it. stupid exactly you're not stupid you're just you know you have a, a communicative disorder yeah communication disorder I can't imagine that's right. but you know what's really cool is that sometimes with people with aphasia you just have to find the thing so like sometimes it's music yeah sometimes it's pictures sometimes mm -hmm. it's art and that's the only way that they can communicate like you've seen i've seen things where like it's people who are really good with music they'll mm -hmm. put letters to music notes and that yeah. person that's how that person communicates which is so cool i saw this there's this one guy on tiktok um he's he has millions of followers he's a heavyset white guy um, he had a traumatic brain injury, I think from, I don't know if it was a car accident. I think he ended up just having like a, an aneurysm and it blew and he, he's aphasic. And so he has expressive aphasia. So he understands exactly what you're saying, but then like his wife, um, and his family go like purposefully makes him go out and like he'll order food from restaurants and stuff like that. And so he, you can tell he understands, but the way he has to communicate it, he has like his own language now that his family has learned to understand with him and also just kind of gesturing and, you know, pointing out different pictures and all that kind of stuff. But that's why, um, yeah. So, uh, or our prayers and thoughts are with, uh, Bruce Willis. He's not dying. It's just the fact that he has a life just real hard right now. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of, you know, that's your craft and you've been an actor for a top Hollywood actor for a very long time. And then, you know, something that's uncontrollable, unfortunately. So, um, prayers out to him. But anyway, anything else we need to talk about before we get out of here? Um, no team Randall from the ultimatum Ugh, really I appreciated like him. him. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Well, I didn't see the rest, so I can't see You that. didn't see the rest. You're not allowed <laughs> to talk about it. Peaky Blinders, season six. I'm oh, coming geez. for you. That show, with that show. No one told me how good it was, and I'm so pissed. You, you haven't been talking time. about Yellowstone in a minute. Because Yellowstone's on hold. Oh, okay. We're what? waiting for the new season. Oh, okay. I was like, what? Did they cancel it? See, I had a Yellowstone-sized hole in my heart until I found Peaky Blinders, and now I'm pacified. So mm. uh, I'm season five. I'll watch six, and then I'll need something else. Abbott Elementary is Abbott Elementary is still finale. so good. Their season finale was on Tuesday, so I have to go back and watch it. And then Blackish, their series finale is actually, I think, today, Sunday. Wow. Yeah. I really want to watch, or I've heard good things about the... Um, Elizabeth Holmes show on Hulu. You remember the little girl who did Theranos with the blood testing stuff? Amanda Seyfried is. No. She basically, there's a documentary on HBO. You should watch I it. Say it's like really apocalyptic because it sounds like it. Kind of. It's kind of like, a, I don't know. She was this girl who like frauded all of these um, investors. Oh, yeah, that girl. that girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they made a show on Hulu. And I was going to say, because that Finding Anna is on Netflix. Yes, oh, they made a okay, show okay. on Hulu, but her voice annoys the shit out of me, so I haven't watched it, because oh. she starts getting that deep voice real annoying. Use it with the captions. Just watch it with the captions. I do. I watch everything with captions. Do you not watch captions? No, because oh. I'll be looking at the captions and not looking at the I actual. I have to watch everything with captions. Are you serious? I need, like, I have to be paying extra attention to know just captions are so distracting because i will literally look at the captions and then not look at the video and i'm like i hate ma'am i have a diagnosis do you really yes i have to be like 18 senses on or i'm going to be doing eight different things so all i know is your add does not help you to answer your text messages but anyway it does not that is correct 
That, and I don't think that's a diag- that's not a symptom that's of your just diagnosis. A, that's a me thing. You're that's just a, me. It's a Gemini thing. I think. It's not a Gemini thing. No. You're just an asshole. Oh, okay. But at least you do, at least it's equal opportunity because at least you don't respond to everybody. That's true. That is true. So don't text me. I don't, I don't feel disrespected. Mostly. Twenty five percent yes. But anyway, <laughs> neither here nor there. All right, y'all. We're gonna get out of here. Thank you guys for joining us for another episode of the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. Please Happy join us again next Easter. week. Happy Hope Easter. Happy Easter. Happy Fourth of July. You. Have you ever heard that? No. Happy Easter, happy Fourth of July. I hope you like my happy birthday bean pie. Bean was from pie. It's from a different world. What's bean pie? Raised barbecue. All right, it's dinner time. You know why? It's, it's only pie. It's no. It's a different world. Raised. It was a barbecue spot, and the guy. Anyway, it was Ron and Dwayne. No, don't worry about it. It's fine. Well, y'all just remember <laughs> to spread love, spread light, and, and don't, don't forget, forget to laugh your face, face off. off. another episode of the face off with slimming and fowler don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms including instagram facebook twitter and youtube at the face off pod be sure to tune in to the face off with slimming and fowler every tuesday when new episodes are released